Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and the purpose of you being here and me doing this podcast is to smash the taboo of binge eating. So you are very, very welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be getting into the role of mindfulness in binge eating recovery. And I'm going to start off by saying, what even is mindfulness? One description of mindfulness by mindfulness expert John Kabat-Zinn is that mindfulness is the awareness that emerges through paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally to the unfolding of experience from moment to moment. So that's a definition of mindfulness in general. And I think you'll agree this can be really nicely applied to the eating experience. A simple definition for mindfulness that I really like is it's an acceptance of thoughts and feelings. So no judgments, no criticism, acceptance. Whether the thoughts and feelings are good or bad, it's acceptance. What I like about using mindfulness when it comes to eating is that it just helps you to be more aware of what's going on in the moment of eating, what's going on in your head with your thoughts and with your feelings. And in my opinion, it can be really useful to know what is going on with your thoughts and your feelings during the eating experience because thoughts and feelings both impact the eating experience itself. And I invite you to be more mindful around the eating experience if you have identified that when you eat, your mind just switches off, you don't pay attention to anything that's happening, you just start eating and before you notice it, the plate is gone. Something that I don't like too much about mindfulness is that it encourages slowing down, eating slower, which is a good thing if you are somebody who thinks that you eat very fast. But what it can do is it can almost encourage you to eat less. So to slow down your eating, to pay attention to each mouthful, to put your fork down between mouthfuls and really chew your food. You may have heard that before and that's fine if you are somebody who thinks that you need to improve on that. But I need you to know when you are starting to practice mindfulness, the goal is not for you to eat less. It's not for you to reduce your intake. It's not for you to restrict through mindfulness. I want you to be really aware of that because in a way, mindfulness can become just another diet and we want to avoid dieting and restriction at all cost, especially because you are struggling with binge eating. So I'm going to give you some steps that you can do, really easy, tangible steps to help you to be more mindful in the eating experience. Before I do that, I just want to give my usual disclaimer. Please don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. It's just for entertainment purposes only. Always seek individualized support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. And speaking of which, if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one basis, please check out the link in the show notes. All the information is there. You can book a free 15-minute no-obligation introduction. I work with clients on a one-to-one basis for eight weeks and for those eight weeks the sole purpose is to stop binge eating. Clients learn the tools to apply in their own life so that long after we finish working together they know exactly what to do to reduce binges. So if you have never worked with somebody for your binge eating before why not now? I will leave that link in the show notes, check it out and 
send me an email if you've any other questions. All right, back to mindfulness. Let's get into it. Three steps you can start today to be more mindful in the eating experience. The first thing that I would like you to do to incorporate mindfulness into your eating is to take a step back and look at where you are doing a really good job of being mindful and where are you not doing such a good job and there is room for improvement. And I'm asking you to do this because I know right now you are saying things to yourself like, I am the least mindful person when it comes to food. I don't think about what I eat, when I eat it. I just start eating and before I know it, the meal has gone and I haven't even clocked in that I am actually eating. So I know you're saying those things to yourself and I understand that. I get it. And yeah, probably there is space to improve. But we also need to acknowledge what you are doing really, really well when it comes to mindful eating and mindful food practices. And I bet that you are doing something to improve mindfulness in your day. So to give you an example, okay, maybe when you sit down to eat, you just don't even think about it and you just keep eating until the food is gone and you don't do any kind of mind-body connection when you're eating that meal. But what about when you are food shopping? That's a a food-based practice that you can be really mindful in. Do you tend to spend time in the supermarket walking up and down the aisles, picking up different things, comparing one item to the other? Do you engage your mind in that process? And it's okay if you don't. I completely understand if you go and do your shopping on autopilot and you just buy the same thing week in and week out. That's fine. But what I am trying to do here is to show you that I bet there is some point in the day regarding eating or your food practices, that you are already being mindful. I don't want you to think that you're starting this from the very beginning, that you're starting from zero, because then it can feel like it's a really big task. It's a really big accomplishment and it might feel like it's too much to take on. But if we raise awareness about what you are already being mindful about, then it just shows you that you are already doing it it may just be that you need to fine tune it or dot some I's and cross some T's. Think about everything from setting out to go and buy the food to the minute that you finish eating a meal and think about everything that happens in between. So buying the food, bringing it home, un- unloading it into your cupboards or your fridge, planning when you are going to eat the food, then preparing it, cooking it, And finally, sitting down to eat it. Think about every step along the way and pick out where you are really engaging your mind in those processes. For some people, this exercise might in fact highlight that maybe you are trying to practice mindfulness too much. And, you know, especially with people who are struggling with binge eating, our minds can be so focused on everything that we eat always thinking about the next eating opportunity, thinking about what we ate in the past. Sometimes our minds are on overload. And if this is you, and when you reflect on it, you realize that your mind is being engaged for quite a lot of those steps in between shopping for food and eating the food, well then, maybe you don't need any more mindfulness in your life. Maybe that this exercise and mindfulness is not something that you need to pursue. 
The second step that I would like you to do is to think about and assess for the barriers to being mindful. And I'm talking specifically around eating the meals, so around mealtimes. What is getting in the way of you having a mindful eating experience? And this could be a list as long as your arm. Give you some examples. It could be that you live in a really busy household and you're also taking care of children while you are trying to eat. Or it could be that you find it difficult to switch off. So at your mealtime, you're also continuing to work or you are scrolling through your phone or you are watching TV. By the way, just to touch on that, if you do find that you are scrolling Instagram or something else while you're eating your meal, I think we just need to normalize this. And I'm not saying that it's for the better, but it is just a way of life now. And I think it's unrealistic to say that all screens must be banished at mealtimes. If if that works for you, then that's great. I'm happy for you. But for most people, having a mealtime where they are alone with no screens can feel kind of uncomfortable. So while it may not make you more of a mindful eater, I do think that we may just need to realize that it's okay to be using one screen while you are eating a meal. And maybe if you are scrolling on your phone, but you've one eye on your laptop and you've the other eye on the TV, maybe you could look at taking away some of those extra screens, even just reducing it to one. Those are some really good examples of physical barriers. And I guess those are the ones that are more obvious. But what about the barriers that aren't so obvious? What about things like your emotions at a meal? Maybe you have noticed that for every single main meal, you seem to be in a state of frustration or exhaustion after a really long, hard day. Another common barrier to mindfulness is if you are always in a rush, if you're always trying to finish the meal as quickly as possible so that you can move on with your day. Identifying and assessing for barriers is a really worthwhile activity when you are trying to incorporate mindfulness into your eating because some barriers you will be able to mitigate. You will be able to put steps in place so that they are no longer such an issue and such a barrier to making you more mindful. But some barriers also you won't be able to do anything about. And that's just life. We're not going to try and make your children be quiet for every single meal. We're just going to do the best that we can with what we have. So if you haven't done this exercise before, do take out a pen and paper and write out what is getting in the way of you being more mindful when you eat. Okay, so when you have completed steps one and two, so you've reflected on what you do really well and what needs more improvement and you've assessed the barriers to mindfulness. I want you now to think about bringing some awareness, some mindfulness into the eating experience and I want you to begin with as you are eating becoming aware of your thoughts and your emotions during the eating experience. I'd advise you to not do this during an episode of binge eating because we all know it's just too frantic, it's too chaotic. There's not any mindfulness in binge eating and that's fine, there's not supposed to be. But let's think about doing this exercise 
when you are having an eating experience that isn't a binge. So it could be a meal, it could just be a snack, or it could be that you're just having a drink. It doesn't have to be a whole meal. Hopefully you've been able to take away some of those barriers, whether they are physical or not so obvious. And now you can focus on what thoughts come up, what emotions come up while you are eating. And if that feels a little bit vague, a little bit abstract, then let me phrase it like this. Where does your mind go when you are eating? And how would I describe my emotions during the eating experience? Regarding the thoughts, it's so normal for your mind to be flying all over the place while you are eating, to be thinking about things unrelated to the food that you're eating, unrelated to the experience that you're having. If you're with other people, you might not even be thinking about them. You might be thinking about something that you said at work today or something on your mind that you have to complete after dinner. So I just want to say that it is normal for your mind to be flying all over the place. But you want to be more mindful when you eat. So I invite you to every time that your mind tries to go someplace else, to just pay attention to that and to try your best to bring it back in. Have compassion in this exercise. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be berating yourself if your mind does keep flying away and every time you bring it back, it just goes off again. It's okay. There is no judgment here and it's important that you approach it with, without any kind of criticism. And if you can do that, if you can keep bringing your mind back, well then, well done. You are practicing mindful eating. Don't worry if it's not perfect. Don't worry if your mind is always tempted to go elsewhere. The fact that you keep bringing it back means that you're being mindful. So well done. And when it comes to emotions, just pay attention to any kind of feelings that come up when you eat or if some feelings go away. Some people say that when they eat, any emotions that they were having go away and they like that. It's a kind of numbing, a kind of a sedation. And if that's you, it may be worth thinking about having some counselling or some psychotherapy because numbing out emotions with food may not be the best thing for you long term. Regarding emotions that might be coming up for you as you eat, it's important that we recognise now that eating is an emotional experience. It is normal for new feelings to bubble up as you're eating. It's okay if you feel sad when you eat. A lot of people do, especially as the meal is coming to a close. If you feel joyful, if you feel happy, that's okay too. At times you might feel frustrated because maybe the meal or snack wasn't as delicious as you'd hoped it had been. Or maybe some of those barriers are really at play and you feel a sense of exasperation because of that. The more that you can bring your mind back to the food that you're eating or the eating experience in general, so focusing on the conversations that you're having with loved ones as you're eating, the more that you can bring your focus back, the more mindful you will become when it comes to eating. And keep practicing. I know that it is tricky and you're not going to get it perfectly right the first, second or even maybe 10th time. 
Maybe you won't ever get it right and that's okay. And what is the goal here? Well, what might happen is that when you get really good at bringing your mind back to the food that you're eating at mealtimes and snack times, when you are having an episode of binge eating, you'll become a little bit more self-aware. You'll be aware of, hey, I recognize this feeling. This has come up for me before in this kind of situation. Or I've noticed before that when I start to eat food, that it pushes emotions away. And maybe is there a difficult emotion that I am choosing not to experience right now by binge eating? It's all about cultivating awareness. There is no right or wrong to this. So please remember, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't judge yourself for not getting it right. It does just take time. But I do think it will benefit you and in your journey towards overcoming binge eating for the long term. Okie dokie, I am going to leave you there. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you would like to work together on a one-to-one basis, check out the link in the show notes. All of the information is there. You can book a free 15-minute, no-obligation introduction, and we can talk about how we are going to get you to live a life without binge eating. Can't wait. All right, I am going to leave you there, but I will see you in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm.